Hey book clubbers, this is Brittany, and I want to thank you for tuning in to my podcast, Book Clubbing with My Besties. This is a bonus episode where we will be discussing the movie, A Simple Favor. If you didn't see the movie yet, you might want to wait to listen to this episode so we don't spoil it for you. So without further delay, let's get to the discussion. We all got to see the movie, A Simple Favor. There were definitely some differences, but before we get to that, what do you think of the actors in the movie and how they portrayed each character? I liked the casting a lot. I thought they all embodied the characters really well, especially Sean, because it wasn't what I was picturing in my head when I was reading the book, but I thought he did a really good job. I don't know if we said it um, on the podcast or not, but that it was hard to imagine Anna Kendrick as Stephanie just because I feel like I picture her as more funny and like laid back and not um, super uptight or a perfectionist type of person. Like I feel like she's the type of person who would make fun of a Stephanie. Um, But she did a really good job of being that person and not, and it just, I think she just played it really well. She even made the the brother relationship seem less <laughs> creepy somehow. Yeah. Yeah. They downplayed that, I think. Because yeah. that was so weird. When they had announced that, um, I definitely heard like kind of like a gasp in the crowd. Just people were like, What? Mm-hmm. <laughs> How is you know, she slept with her brother? That's crazy. But um I thought Anna Kendrick did a great job like just the one-liners and she really made it funny um just in the like the things that she did yeah she's definitely ballsy in the movie at least (laughs) yeah definitely and I I agree Jen I I don't think Sean was exactly what I had pictured for some reason I pictured him with like light hair and he did a good job and he really like was able to make you like him as a character and his son was so freaking cute in the movie (laughs) yeah he was cute and when he would like yell out curse I definitely um I think Blake Lively is a good choice for that type of person that Emily was supposed to be like that person that's just so like effortlessly put together and just seems like nothing bothers them and that you know they just don't have a they don't care what people think like that kind of thing um I just feel like and I don't even think it was the actress's fault I think that they like they made her so much I guess more rough than in the book like she was just so much even more rude and I don't know. I just felt like I don't know why they made that choice to take her even further into that type of person. But I will say that not many people could pull off those outfits she was wearing in the movies. But uh, yeah, she they looked pretty, pretty good on her. She has that like fashiony look, you know. Like whereas yeah. if we put those clothes on, we would look like children <laughs> dress up. Or yeah. Something. If you but... ever see me with a cane. <laughs> I would have said that you broke your leg or something. <laughs> yeah. Please talk some sense into me. <laughs> yeah, but like she is one of those people, though, that she can wear anything or, you know, she just 
has that look about her. One thing, one big difference that I had noticed in the book was, was Sean's profession. So in the book, he is a, um, a lawyer. And then in the movie, he's an author and a professor. Um, why do you think they decided to, to give him a different profession? I feel like they used the professor thing. Um, I don't even know who that girl was that when Stephanie showed up at his office, she kind of, you could tell that she didn't like the girl that was in Sean's office that he was talking to. And mm-hmm. they kind of alluded to maybe something was going on. And it's, I'm not really sure. I mean, I don't know if they were trying to definitely say that or if they were, why they would want him to then, I mean, I guess, I guess we just talked about Sean's a cheater or he was involved in Emily's disappearance or whatever. Do you remember when um, Emily and Stephanie are talking and they're sharing secrets and Emily's like, oh, I had a threesome with Sean and his TA. Oh, yeah. Oh, yep. Was that the TA? <laughs> I, I guess. And I wonder if they did that to make us wonder, you know, was was Emily telling the truth? Like, did that actually happen? Because it definitely looked like there was something going on between Sean and her. Yeah, that's true. I completely forgot about that. Anna Kendrick, in it, uh, as Stephanie was saying, oh, you know, you, there was two guys. And, um, and Emily is like, no, it was another girl that she had the threesome with. So that, that, that makes sense. Um, it might be her. Yeah, I think it helps you to show that when Stephanie is first realizing that Emily is alive, it is just feeding her suspicion of Sean having something to do with it, like that she shouldn't trust him and see he also like is cheating on me with this TA that he also had a threesome with, with, and so maybe he was cheating on Emily too, like, you know pokes a hole and you know Sean saying oh Emily's just all lying and yeah maybe Sean like that doesn't mean he had anything to do with her disappearance but he's not a perfect angel either yeah I thought it was interesting that they made him a professor and not the lawyer but then as I was kind of thinking about it the the movie definitely focused a lot more on them having financial difficulties Where the book, I feel like she just wanted the $2 million because um, she wanted, like, the thrill of of kind of going through this whole uh, scheme. But in the book, it's very – or I'm sorry, in the movie, it's a lot more focused on, you know, they couldn't pay their bills. They were house poor. Um, He hadn't written a book in 10 years. So I wonder, too, if – they wanted to make it a little bit more believable in um, the reason that they were going to take out the insurance money by giving them kind of this financial hardship. A big difference too in the movie is that Sean, you know, wasn't involved with the insurance scheme. Right. He didn't know anything about it. I'm glad that they pretty much just lost part three of the book. (laughs) (laughs) The movie. That was certainly a different different ending. Yeah, it definitely was. I know um, 
one of the things, Jen, that you had mentioned last time that you had difficulty uh, kind of understanding, and I, I think we all were kind of in agreement, was the whole thing with this insurance investigator and why did the insurance investigator need to die? Um, in in the movie, it's Stephanie who notifies the insurance company that she thinks that Emily is still alive and the insurance investigator isn't killed. So that was definitely a big difference in um, in the between the two. Yeah, I think in the book, it's more so like Emily doesn't really have a plan. She just wants she's just doing this because she's bored. Um, she obviously like has issues and in the movie it's more so like she actually did sort of have a plan um, but obviously it didn't really work out that way Um, but it wasn't so much like oh in the book I felt like it was like oh well now I you know I I'm not going to get the money so like I'm going to come back but how how am I going to not get in trouble so she has to rope Stephanie into it somehow so she won't tell and had they have to set up Sean so that he doesn't try to fight her for the for their son so it's like it's a little bit more out of control in the book versus the movie was more like laid out what she was gonna do so she didn't end up having to murder someone for Mm -hmm. (laughs) and Stephanie ends up partnering with Sean to take down Emily versus in the book right Emily and Stephanie try to take down Sean. Yeah, that was very interesting. I feel like at the end, it was just kind of like twist after twist after twist. Um, (laughs) And you're like, wait, how can anything else happen? I mean, I walked out of the movie. I was like, how did that end? I'm so confused. (laughs) (laughs) Because you have um, like Stephanie and Emily it seems like they're starting to set up Sean with this whole story about um, him abusing her. And then they, they run into the whole case where Stephanie and Sean are trying to set up Emily and Stephanie shoots Sean. And I was like, Oh my gosh, that is completely different than, you know, than the book, but it ends up that it was a fake um, like bullet and then Emily and um, and Stephanie are kind of like talking and, and Emily had figured out that she was being set up. So she wasn't going to say anything. Yeah. And it was like, oh, my gosh, there's all these twists and turns. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think in the book, it's more so like. Emily doesn't really have a plan. She just wants, she's just doing this because she's bored. Um, She obviously like has issues. And in the movie, it's more so like she actually did sort of have a plan. Um, But obviously it didn't really work out that way. Um, But it wasn't so much like, oh, in the book, I felt like it was like, oh, well, now I, you know, I, I'm not going to get the money. So like, I'm going to come back, but how I, how am I going to not get in trouble? So she has to rope Stephanie into it somehow. So she won't tell and had, they have to set up Sean so that he doesn't try to fight her for the, for their son. So it's like, it's a little bit more out of control in the book versus the movie was more 
like laid out what she was gonna do so she didn't end up having to murder someone for Mm -hmm. and stephanie ends up partnering with sean to take down emily versus in the book right emily and stephanie try to take down sean and then emily gets run over (laughs) by the the dad or um in the movie how she had a twin, you know, that was the same. But then the whole backstory mm-hmm. with the twin and, you know, that they set fire to their parents' house. And uh, and I guess in the book, her twin wasn't nearly as bad of a person as in this movie. Uh, yeah, and it's interesting in the in the book, they say that, you know, she sees her every so often, tries to get her into rehab, and and in the movie, it, it made it sound like they hadn't seen each other in, yeah. you know, years and years. The whole backstory with Emily and her sister killing their dad in that fire kind of gives you a little bit more of a sense of why Emily is the way that she is. Where in the book, it was kind of hard for us to understand why she, why she was going about, um, you know, all of this and kind of manipulating everybody. But Mm -hmm. I think in the movie, that kind of did give a little bit more of that backstory of, you know, Emily went through all of this with her sister. Um, Her dad was... I guess abusive. I wasn't completely clear as to what was going on there uh, between Emily's sister and her dad. And Emily was like in the closet or something in one of the scenes, but um, it gives us a little bit more of a backstory as to how they got estranged and why maybe Emily is the way that she is. Another big difference is Emily actually kills her sister directly in the the movie versus in the book it's more of a just egging on right and I think it's like it's almost seems more understandable in the movie in a weird way because she was so like you know they hadn't seen each other and she was so awful when she found her and yeah, saying, oh, you can you can get another kid. You can't get yeah. another sister. Yeah, and I think that in the movie, they tried to show that Nikki was really the only thing that Emily really cared about. Like, you know, that was what she really wanted. Well, and I think the, the whole motivation that Emily had to kill her sister was because her sister was, like, kind of threatening her, saying, give me a million dollars or I'm going to hurt Nikki and, Mm -hmm. and all of this. So, I mean, it it gives more motivation for why her, why she would kill her sister where in the book, you know, they kind of went back and forth and, and, you know, one minute they're drinking together and having fun. And then the next minute, Emily is like, "Eh, maybe you should kill yourself. And then she does. So it kind of, I feel like it it was a little bit more clear in the movie. Yeah. Another kind of small difference, but maybe plays into the humor of the, of the, um, the movie 
there wasn't a picture of a twin on her wall. It was a picture, an abstract picture of Emily (laughs) naked um, that she basically just had displayed in her living room. Yeah, Um, that was a funny part. (laughs) Stephanie's carrying it around. Do you think that it would have been too obvious to the the people that were watching the movie if it was a picture of a twin? Like, do you think maybe that's why they changed it? Or why do you think they decided to make that change in the movie? Prob- I would say it would probably be obvious to to people. Yeah, you know, once they go, once they're going back and forth, is if she's really alive or not. You know, once if there's a twin thing staring at you anytime they're in the house, I feel like people would put it together. Yeah, probably that it was too obvious, and it it was kind of. I mean, I get it's like even Stephanie's whole path to finding out about Emily's past in the movie, how she looks through those old camp, um, I guess, yearbooks and sees a picture. And I'm like, how would she know what Emily looked like as a child to... Yeah, that's true. To be like, oh, here's a girl in this camp yearbook that looks like Emily and she has a twin. But it's like, you don't know what Emily looked like when she was however old she is in that picture. Do you think it was because she saw the name Faith? Because oh, when she, when Stephanie was like kind of rooting around uh, Emily's office, she found that picture of Emily with kind of, it looked like a headshot. And it, I forget exactly what it said, um, but it said Faith. Do you rem- do you guys remember what it said? Yep. Um, um I think it was like gotta have faith or something. Yeah, something like that. So I wonder if like seeing faith and hope maybe spark something in to her, but I-, I agree. I mean, I think it was hard to really it was hard to really tell. Yeah. The part with the closet where she had cleaned it out and then she goes in and it's all back. That actually creeped me out. I found that super scary. I think that kind of goes to the point that, um, you know, Emily was kind of messing with Stephanie, similar to the book, um, so that she would know that she was alive. Yeah. Another kind of very small difference was it wasn't a blog that was being, you know, typed and written. It was uh, the, like, video blog um, that they had used. I thought that was a kind of unique way of displaying um, or, you know, having that displayed for the movie instead of, um, you know, just kind of writing and having to read and everything. Yeah, I feel like they would have done it like Sex in the City where she types and then like reads what she's typing out loud. (laughs) Yeah, with a voiceover and just see her pondering, (laughs) chewing on a pen or something. Yeah. I feel like this was better. And I also liked like um like the other parents at this preschool kind of making fun of Stephanie for being, you know, super mom and I don't know that yeah. funny. Being such an overachiever. Yeah. Yeah. One other thing that I had noticed was 
um, Emily had said that it was Stephanie who had told her that she was able to get by because of the insurance money. And Emily had said that was what kind of allowed her to come up with this whole idea about doing the insurance scheme. I feel like that kind of also gives you a little bit different of a sense um, of Emily's as a character than the book, where in the book, Emily was really seeking out Stephanie to, to find her so that she could play into this scheme that she had already thought up. But with how it was displayed in the movie, it seemed more like Emily was just like, okay, you know, I'll be nice to this girl or they the kids seem to really like each other. Then she learns that Stephanie was able to, um, basically not work and stay alive uh, and functional through the insurance money that she had received. And Emily was going through so much of a financial hardship that it seemed like that was when that plan had come into play. So I thought that was just kind of a little interesting and different between the book and the movie. Yeah, that's true. I guess in the movie, Stephanie was less of a mark and more of just, you know, they started out as actual, you know, friends. Yeah. Yeah, she, like, didn't really obviously like Stephanie at all. I mean, even though I guess in the book she was just pretending, you know, it was just because their kids were like, can we please, please, please have a play date? Um, that she ended up inviting Stephanie over. It wasn't like she really wanted to spend any time with her. Mm-hmm. And in the movie, too, I mean, Emily seemed like a borderline alcoholic. Oh, yeah. um, <laughs> Where in the book, they were talking about how they would share a cocktail together, but it was never like more than two. And in the movie, Emily is like showing her how to make the drink and just kind of, I don't know, like just showing that she can drink and and enjoys doing that yeah she was a very abrupt person in the book or in the Mm -hmm. I feel like we all know the type of person that's kind of like Emily in the book where they do things not because they want to but because it just gets a shock out of people and like that was how I feel like she was especially when she first meets Stephanie like she shows her this painting and she's just like cursing in front of her child and, you know, making a drink at whatever time in the afternoon it is. Like, I feel like she's just doing things like purposefully trying to get Stephanie to not like her and that she just thinks like she's just too much. But mm-hmm. I guess Stephanie just didn't like, she kind of liked it. <laughs> well, I, I think Also similar to the book, it didn't seem like Stephanie had any real friends before Emily. So maybe she was willing to kind of put up with that and and was humored by it. Um, And that was kind of the draw that she had to Emily. Yeah. And then the uh, the movie ends with Emily um, getting hit by the car and then going to jail And then they show her in jail and it looks like she kind of already has manipulated the other prisoners and is kind of the, the king 
of the uh, the prison, which I am not surprised by. <laughs> yeah. She just has that type of personality, I guess, that is very dominating. Also, at the end of the book, they they type out um, on the screen kind of what happened to Stephanie afterwards, what happened to Sean afterwards, which is typically what they do when it's based on a true story. So um, one of my friends that I actually went and saw it with, they were like, wait, is this based on a true story? Why did they end it like that? But I think that might have also kind of played into just kind of the, some of the humor that they, um, that they had in the movie. Yeah, it was definitely an overall different style of movie. Obviously, it's a very serious um, plot, but they tried to make it funny at the same time. Well, I think, too, they, um, there, was, there was a lot of humor that they were able to show in the movie that doesn't really always come across through a book. And then you actually had an ending in the movie where yes. <laughs> the book was just kind of like, well, this is what happened. And you, you know, you figure out the rest. I think at the end of the book, I was just so like confused as to what all had happened because I kept relating it back to the book. But I wonder for someone who hadn't read it, if it, it didn't seem that way to them. Yeah, my fr- so my friend um, saw it, and she hasn't read the book, and she said she was she just thought it was a very weird movie, and she said she couldn't figure out was it supposed to be funny or was it supposed to be like serious? You know, she was like it was just like, and she's like I didn't understand. Not that she didn't understand at the end when um, Emily gets run over by the car, but she's like, is this supposed to be like a funny thing or mm-hmm. a real thing? <laughs> um, so I don't know. I mean, that's just one person, but I don't know how it came across to other, you know, if that's common for people that didn't read the book. I wonder what the author thought of the movie. It's got to be weird when you see your creation Change. changed so much. Yeah. And did you read at the end, the author is a preschool teacher and this was her first book that yeah. she had written? Yeah. Oh my God. Like how, how lucky is that? The first book you write gets <laughs> turned into a movie. Yeah. I think it was one of the rare cases where I, I liked the movie better than the book. Yeah, I did too. Well, that was the last episode in this season. I hope you enjoyed the book, A Simple Favor. In our next season, we will cover another popular book, If you have any suggestions for the next one, feel free to leave me a voicemail on Anchor. We will start back up again in a couple of weeks. As always, keep on reading.